0: Risk.
1: Risk is our business. That's what the starship is all about. That's why we're aboard her. Engage. There are three things to remember about being a starship, Captain. Keep your shirt tucked in, go down with the ship, and never abandon a member of your crew.
2: I don't care if the odds are against us. If we're going to lose, then we're going to go down fighting. But we're going to learn from those mistakes. That's what being human is all about. What a piece of work is man. It is a tale told by an idiot. Make it so. Hello, Internet! Welcome to the premiere episode of the Boldly Going Podcast, a podcast where three white guys in their early 20s to mid-20s talk about every episode of Star Trek, beginning with the original series and ending with Enterprise. I'm one of your hosts, Alec Tim. I'm Bailey Sider. And I'm Ethan. So... For the first episode here, I figured we'd have a little bit of an opportunity just to introduce ourselves and talk about our experiences with Star Trek as a whole. Obviously you have to be something of a fan to sign up for such a colossal monumental project. My wife did the math and crunched the numbers, and for us to do every single episode of the originals of every single episode of every Star Trek at the rate that we're planning to do it, it will take fourteen point eight (laughs) years. So At least you got some variety in there that's five shows plus the animated series and each is relatively different from the ass some are good some are bad but all of them are star trek so as for myself i grew up with the original series now i know what you're thinking a 25 year old guy how would you grow up with a series that was in the 60s well my dad was a huge trekkie and he had them all on dvd so I wasn't even aware that there were other Star Treks because my dad didn't care for any of them until I was like 17 years old, <laughs> having seen every episode of the original series at least twice, including the bad ones. And then some of the many, many more times personal favorites that I'll definitely spill my guts on when we get to that and we learn about which ones are favorites of mine. I've already sort of have a top 10 list in my head. When I got older and got married, I discovered the other ones for real on Netflix and have since watched every single episode of TNG, the animated series, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager, and I'm currently on my first watch through of Enterprise. It's pretty good so far. I figure that by the time we get to Enterprise in about 12 years, I'll be able to have confidently said I've watched every episode of Enterprise. Pass this along to some of my other co-hosts. Bailey, what's your connection with this lovely franchise? Well, when
0: I was growing up, um, I didn't have any exposure to it at all. My mom was a very big Star Wars fan, and she did not like Star Trek. My dad did not like Star Trek because his dad liked Star Trek. Um, Teen angst. So... I guess out of some sort of rebellion when I got out of the house now in my 20s I decided to start watching Next Gen I enjoyed it and then Alec and uh, Ethan kind of talked to me and and asked me to do this and I said uh sure
2: so you're going in pretty much blind to most of this (laughs) yes and I'm excited excellent
1: so, um, I well, in what you consider to be a geek with a lot of breadth, but not a, an incredible amount of depth in any particular genre. Um, that means I've touched most of the classics in any given sphere of entertainment, um, which has meant that I've had to dip my toes into Star Trek along the way. When it comes to sci-fi, I consider some of the best to be, you know, the, the Mass Effect trilogy, bar oh. certain moments. Um, uh, the original Star Wars trilogy, including a lot of the extended universe Classics. I even watched a lot of Doctor Who up until the end of the eleventh Doctor. Amen. Uh, yeah, Sol- yeah, solid stuff. Solid stuff, and I've dipped into most of the Star Trek um, movies, the the first movies with um, Shatner, with, with Shatner, Shatner and, 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 and yeah. As a and, aside,
2: most of those are excellent, except five. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there. But I, I
1: I did love its premise. I've seen a few episodes of The Next Generation. Um, my friend Chris is actually a much bigger Star Trek nut than, than I was, and he brought me into the series and was the one who actually pushed me a little over the edge to join this, because he said that uh, if there was going to be a time for me to jump in, this would be it. So I'm looking forward to sort of um, see one more of the classics here, and just see what it is that makes sci-fi such a rich and interesting genre. There, there are certainly things that make sci-fi different and very unique. And if it's lacking those, then you find yourself up the creek a little bit. So
2: here we go. Yeah, so we've got we got three different degrees. I'm pretty much an uber Star Trek fan, and Bailey Bailey's just dipping his toes in, so we'll get kind of an insider perspective. And Ethan is a TNG TNG slash movie loyalist with an open mind for the other stuff. It will usually be the three of us. Um, Occasionally, there will be other people who will join us to guest star on some of these and get another voice in as well. I'm hoping to convince my wife to step behind the microphone at some point so she can let the whole internet know how much she doesn't like Dr. Crusher. I saw Ethan laughed when I said that. It's okay. I don't like her much either, but my wife is free to form her own opinion, and her own opinion happens to line up with mine. (laughs) So we are going to start with the original series of Star Trek, which I am an ardent defender of. I was inspired to get started to do this podcast because I listened to another podcast, which I will link in the description on iTunes or YouTube or whatever is your platform of choice that was done by the gentleman over at the Penske file. I'll link them in the description as well. I have a lot of respect for someone going through every episode of TNG, but I respectfully disagreed with a lot of his opinions, particularly about the original series, especially when he said he was only going to do the best of, and he didn't want to watch the whole thing, which internally made me go, hey, you coward, watch the whole thing. I know that there's a lot of ones that aren't great, but the same is true about TNG. I think a remarkably high number of episodes of the original series have held up over the years and I think it's got a lot to offer even today and I was curious since both neither of you have ever seen an episode of the original series now at the time of recording this we have both we have all rewatched the pilot and we will get into that uh, in the episode following But you're still relatively unknown. Um, Ethan, you've had some contact with Shatner and Nimoy and DeForest Kelly in the films. But um, Bailey, you haven't even seen those. I'm just curious what your thoughts are about the original series, what you kind of expect to get out of it. And we'll see in about a year and a half when we're done season one, how those opinions have been matched by what we actually got.
0: Well, going into it, I guess uh, my I I knew that it was going to be old school props and sets and and all that and I was really excited for it because I'm a big fan of Doctor Who uh, especially prior to its reboot so well, you'll do fine then <laughs> yeah yeah um, and I really appreciate like just the craft that goes into uh, ear- earlier shows so um,
2: I'm excited I'm really excited do you have thoughts before you've even seen it about like Shatner as an actor and Kirk as a character I th- as an aside, I think society doesn't understand Kirk as a character. Yeah. I think their misconception of Kirk is wrong, mm-hmm. and I think people think Shatner is worse, way worse than he is. I think he's actually excellent in the. European
0: yeah, I, I I don't have a lot of uh, interaction with Shatner in general. Um, mm-hmm. just from his.
2: You never repertoire. seen a Priceline Hotel commercial? Yeah. <laughs> Save yourself some money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I uh, I don't have any real uh, qualms with him, but I also don't really care for a lot of the stuff that I've kind of seen him in in contemporary stuff so that makes sense um
1: Shatner's cadence of speaking aside I, I think that there's a lot to be um look forward to when it comes to um season one and just the the first series in general one of the things that always has stood out to me even from a sort of broader perspective is that there seems to be a lot more personality in the individual members of Kirk's crew at first glance Um, That's not to put down any of the other crews, I'm sure I'll come to love them all as we go along. But um, just from the outside looking in and seeing, okay, what does each person bring to the table? um, I find that if I just reach into the shallowest part of my memory, the personalities of Kirk's crew come to mind more easily and more clearly. Um, Kirk himself, I mean, certainly we're going to see a lot of camp when it comes to him. (laughs) But I think that um, Kirk is an interesting study in in being a man of idealism and sort of what it takes to see that idealism realized um, in the world around you and and just what it means to be a captain and have that state of high ideals. I always saw um, Picard as having a little bit more realism behind him and being a bit more tempered. So seeing Kirk as as more of the um, outgoing, this is the way the world should be and thus we will make that. Um, The reality, I want to see a bit more of that. At least that's what I'm seeing from um, the get-go.
2: It might sound like blasphemy to some people, but Kirk and Picard are actually more in common than people realize, especially when you start watching the original series and not just listening to the ideas of what the original series is when you actually sit down and watch the episodes, you understand the Kirk-Picard debate better, that great argument that's been going on and will go on for eons about who is the better captain. And well, I'm a self-proclaimed believer in the fact that I think Picard is a better captain. I believe firmly that Kirk is a captain who we would all be fortunate to serve with and who would do a pretty great job of taking care of his crew. And balancing the philosophical questions, the exploration, the mission of Starfleet. And when it comes down to it, Kirk is the one captain who will punch a god right in the face if that's what it takes. So we are going to sign off now for this little introduction. And we are going to be back with the first episode of the Boldly Going Podcast. Star Trek Original Series Season 1 Episode 1 Where No Man Has Gone Before.